0: The one-hour phone-in show, all about stuff. Good afternoon.
1: We are live, and our phone lines are open. 416-360-0740. That's 416 416- Three six zero zero seven forty at the Zoomerplex. Unexpectedly, beautifully sunny day. What? Well, what happened, man? Oh, man, it's beautiful. This show's all about stuff. So whether you have old silver, gold, maybe coins or jewelry lying around, fine china, figurines, sports cards or memorabilia, autographs, antique TVs, record players, radios, toys, jewelry, coins, whatever you have lying around your house, you're curious about its real time market value. Uh, we have two experts that know their stuff. All about stuff. They found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff. Specifically, identifying values that other people overlook. You know them from Storage Wars Canada and Ane's Northern Treasures. Good afternoon, How you Paul doing? Kenny and Bogart Kenny. What's going on, guys? It's oh, a beautiful day. Throw the bike the down. Today. Yeah, unexpected. I thought it was going to rain all day. I was looking at the forecast all week long. Look at this. Beautiful. It's
2: too nice to be. It's too nice to be working. Yes, yes. But,
1: but you're here at the people's disposal. All your knowledge unlocked, helping make people maximum dollars. What kind of week was it?
2: Well, this morning I was up at 7 o'clock, getting ready. I have to pack up all the stuff that people are picking up on my auction that ended today on Thursday. Oh, cool. So that's going to be kind of cool. That's a lot more work than I'm used to doing. And (laughs) Bogart was – he was cheering me on from from his bedroom.
1: Very (laughs) nice. Well, you 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 end up with a lot of really early mornings on weekends because if it's a trade show or a car show or an antique show – you guys are there setting up before dawn, right? Like it's crazy.
2: Yeah, there's a show. everybody who collects something is a show somewhere Like, yesterday it was a postcard show. There's an antique show. There's a car show. There's the only show I don't know about is my buddy's show. He collects fire hydrants. I've never seen a fire hydrant show.
1: No, it's just his house. I think that's a rare <laughs> market. I would. Th- is he a firefighter, by the
2: way? No, he just collects. I think he collects spark plugs because they're small. Because he has no room what, left over. the same guy who so. collects spark plugs also collects, collects fire, fire hydrants? hydrants. Wow. Okay. So I think he runs out of room. So he says, now I've filled up the house with these. Now i got to collect something small. Wow. Is he married, by the way? Yes. Actually, he's a very nice guy. I'm not you know, going to say... No, no, no,
1: I'm saying he's not married. I'm just wondering what, what anyone's wife's tolerance is for 300 fire hydrants in the
2: house. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where he keeps them all, but, you know, it's just... <laughs> it's an unusual... If people collect, there was a person who brought in some old dolls this week. Oh, and yeah. the doll furniture from the 50s, which was just great to see. And it was just in nice condition. And But as like anything else, when you have it from your childhood, she wasn't quite ready to let go with it yet. Mm. She might. And that's okay, but we're not forcing people. We like some people come into my shop, and they're actually surprised I'm a nice person. I tell people I'm much nicer in real life than I am on my TV show.
1: <laughs> well, and you don't smarter, come off
2: like a, a tough guy on the show. You're not a mean man. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm nicer. I'm so, okay. I'm smarter in real life. Fair enough. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and like this week, I got to pass on some advice. So, uh, this week, I you know I tell people to come and Let me see their stuff. So this week, I go. I want people to. See, Tell me, there seems I want people to call me early in the process. This week, I went to a place that's half cleaned out. They saved about three TV sets worth approximately ninety cents because for scrap value. Were
1: they vintage or something? Were no, they? no,
2: ninety cents. No, you don't understand. They're scrap. They're 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 not worth hauling down in the elevator. They saved those, but throughout ten thousand dollars in comics. So my point Why here: Why did is, they deem the comics? Because some people, that's where I try and help people. A lot of people like it's like the other t- day when I said about that people had their Royal Daltons on the table, right? Twenty five thousand dollars statue sitting in a little curio cabinet, you know, right?
1: But because it wasn't a rec- recognizable name like Royal Dalton, they go, "It's probably worth nothing."
2: Yeah. It's like Boger. If you ask Boger, are young people what do you, would you put any value on some of the stuff? You look at it and you say, "What's this? This is worth a thousand dollars, please."
1: Yeah. Well, it's pretty amazing the things that you say is worth something. I'm like, eh, the, no, I don't think so.
2: No, but these would actually sell at these prices. Like our, my comic book right now we have online right now is, is up to 19000 in bidding, U.S. What did it start at? $1. Like, so they're going nuts then. That's Yes, great. yes. Wow. No, no, I'm very happy. I should have a result probably about a week from now. And the other one's like $5,000. And, you know, I'm happy about that. But my point is I want people – let me see at the beginning. Even if they don't employ me, the first half hour is usually free. And if I, if I have to do something, if Bogart and I have to do a lot of work, then we charge people. But I think what we charge them, we're not going to charge them unless it's worth it. If someone's got $300 worth of stuff, I'm not going to charge them a fee. You mm. know, It's not my style. It's like say, I say, you don't need me, and here's some, a little bit of free advice. Do this and this with it. But if someone has $10,000 in comics... They need our advice. If someone has a large collection and a specialized collection, say of guitars or records, they actually need our help of what to do with it. Not only do we tell them what it's worth, but we tell them what to do with it. And Bogart And will we lift. move it. Yeah, we move it too.
1: So you're, so if someone, for example, is, they're selling their house and they've been living there for 60 years and they've got a basement full of, you know, they're basically pack rats, before they clean out some of the debris, call you in is what you're saying. Because sometimes it might be, well, they had a uh, Two unopened uh, cases of Kellogg's cornflakes from 1962. And you go, no, 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 that's the money. Yeah. That stuff that you think is garbage, that's the money.
2: Yeah. Like, you know, you know your, ba- your baseball cards and hockey cards? Mm-hmm. Okay. A, a 1952 box with 36 packs in it, okay. I think just recently sold for $1.1 million. That's insane. For an unopened box of baseball cards, we don't even know what's inside
1: it. Okay. But baseball cards, people think of it as collectible. But well, there's millions of other things that maybe don't come to the top of your mind, you know?
2: Well, this is why I say people have lottery wins in their basement. They have stuff that Uncle Charles gave them 25 years ago or passed down, and they don't know what it is. They don't have to go through their entire life without knowing what it is. They can actually call me, okay? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There are a lot of hockey sets that are literally less than 60 cards that are worth $150,000, and not only worth one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but easily saleable. You know how we have some stuff like like in a diamond appraised. Oh, it's worth two hundred thousand, but we'll give you forty for it. You know, I'm saying at one hundred and fifty thousand, we can sell it. Right, and that's the difference.
1: So here's the way you can get in touch to find out if you have a a rare interesting item, you're curious about its value, you can call this station right now. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you want to get in touch with Paul and Kenny, you have an estate you want them to look at and give you a valuation of an old collection or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's old furniture, maybe it's old milk jugs, who knows. If you're cleaning out a house and you want to just make sure you're not throwing out something valuable, you call this number, 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. They also have a store. It's located uh, in Richmond Hill, right on Young Street. The actual address is 10341 Young Street. So that's on Young, just north of Major McKenzie. Yeah. Our first caller is going to be Jean in Mississauga. Jean, how are you?
3: I'm fine, thank you. How are you guys? Pretty
1: Excellent. good. What do you have?
3: Good. Okay, uh, I have several uh, coins that I'd like to ask, and I'll go real quick. Okay. Uh, the first one is nineteen uh, twelve. 1912- any is that worth anything?
2: Uh, in perfect shape, about a hundred dollars. In the general shape, the people bring them into my store, about a dollar to two dollars. Oh. Really? Well, that's more than a penny, but a lot of people in 1920 these pennies were discontinued. They went; they were called the large cents, and oh. they went to the small cents because the price of copper went up. So well, they were people saved them rather than brought them into the bank. So there are a lot, vast accords of them. You couldn't even put them into penny gunball machines or anything like that. Oh. There's no other use for them. So a lot of people save them. Now they are savable. If you've got some, have sold up to ten thousand dollars, not 1912s, but. They have to be in really, really, really nice condition.
3: Oh, my goodness. Okay. So the second one is 1932 penny, and I have a 1932 half penny.
2: Oh, this that's English then. I'm sorry? It has a, a it looks like a Britannia figure on it. Oh, I haven't got it in front okay. of me, but... No, okay, here's the thing. In Canada, we're a young country, and luckily, we're in Canada, like... And coins in Canada, we're, and we're also a small, we're a small country, so they didn't make as many. But if you have a Britannia, like an English penny from 1932, there's 60 million English people over there, and that means they have to have coins for 60 million people, and that means there's a lot of it. Plus, their coinage goes right back to like 1,000. Okay, so if you, and even the coin, like so, there's a lot of it. Their their idea of a coin being old oh. is one from 1520. Okay. okay? where our idea of a coin being old is from 1900. Like my house in Ireland was 700 years old. That's older than Canada. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a whole different thing. But you might have some other items from that time period, but the penny, everyone thinks money, but the money, a lot of people save the money and don't give it away. Mm -hmm. But you might have postcards from 1912, and those are worth money. How's that? Yeah,
3: I I heard that last week, yeah. Well, anyway, okay, I just wanted to ask about that. But then I also have a 1962 dollar that has a funny name on it. It's Mon- Mungo Martin. What? Mungo Martin, it says on it.
1: And it's Canadian. Yeah. Huh. Don't know what this is. Is a special edition or something? No. Well hopefully it's sixty two and it's still silver. I hope, then hopefully you're it's looking sold. at around eleven dollars.
2: But it sounds like it's probably a uh um, Greek commemorative from a town. You know, they, they give out oh. money on the weekends and you mm-hmm. give them a dollar, they give you this coin, you have to spend it in Albuquerque or something okay. where you have to spend it. And as soon as you go four miles away from that town, you can't it's not worth a nickel. Oh,
3: okay. That's pretty what cool. What about a nineteen seventy two US dollar?
2: Uh dollar twenty six?
3: Oh, really? Oh,
1: you're factoring in conversion, too? <laughs> conversion, yes. Because <laughs> by 1972, the silver had been stripped out of oh, that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just a steel okay. coin, basically. Oh,
3: okay. Now, I have another one that's 1976. It says Olympiad,
2: and that's a $10 coin. Okay, that that is 1.44 ounces of silver. Uh-huh. And that's when the like every day I get up, I thank God for Franklin Mint and the Olympics because they always make some kind of commemorative coin and they make them out of gold or silver, and people buy them for lots of money and then 20 years later they forget about it and they their kids come into me and they sell it to me. Oh. okay, They made a lot of these.
3: Oh,
2: okay. they did, so... Yeah. Now, I with... should say something, well, it does ma- have
1: silver content, though. Yeah, so no. almost an ounce and a half, so minimum, you're
2: looking at 30-plus dollars. Yeah, if you bought a brass one, it'd be worth um, 19 cents. How's that? I don't have a oh, brass je- one. Okay. <laughs> oh,
3: dear. I'm not doing so well. But anyway, what about a $100 gold coin?
2: What year? Ooh.
3: It, I don't have a year on
2: it, though. Ah, uh, yes, it does. It has two people on it, I'm willing to bet. Yeah? And does it have dots around the edge? Oh, I don't have it in front of you. You know something? I'm gonna we're going have to get smarter clients that are listening to us out there. You gotta have the items right in front of you sometimes. Okay. So what no. is your expectation? Okay, No, of the this reason is though. now the reason is because some people take advantage of pe- old people with this. There are two coins, this is a nineteen seventy six Olympic coin. One coin is worth about a quarter of an ounce. And the other coin, which looks identical but it has got the dots, is a half an ounce of gold. Huh? One weighs 13 grams, the other weighs 16 grams. You would not be able to tell the difference. But uh-huh. if you bring it into a coin dealer, a honest coin dealer will pay you the half, if it's a half ounce, will pay you the big money for it. A less than reputable dealer will try and get you for the quarter ounce,
1: okay? So to work in round figures, if it's a quarter ounce of gold in it, you're talking about $400. If it's a half ounce, it's 800 But you really want an expert eye to determine that because there's a lot of... Uh, latitude for them to take advantage of you oh
2: my yeah. goodness okay this is one of the only coins like that that you can't uh, the layperson can't tell the difference okay they could you know if i if he had it right in front of you but mm-hmm. most time the other coins If you tell me it's got this uh, this uh picture on, i'll say yeah that's a half ounce or this is a quarter ounce oh. but you can bring them in um but, but they, hey it's gold <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a cool part. Okay. That's the gold part. Like, you know the 1967 sets? A lot of people, they, they're little black sets. They're about three inches by three inches. They got the 67 with the goose and the uh, the rabbit and all that in it. And the top is little coin that says $20 on it. Those are over a half ounce of gold. And people have them in their safety deposit box and saying, what the heck are these? Oh, okay. I don't
3: have that. But anyway, what about a 1951 penny?
2: Okay, now you've got so many, I'm going to recommend you come into my <laughs> store, okay? Yeah. But you, you covered an area that we do deal with, and a lot of people are probably learning something out there. But bring them into the store, and we'll help you out. Quick answer on the 51 penny. Okay. Uh, penny and a half. Okay, so not so hot. That's,
1: that's your lowest performing <laughs> yeah. asset. Okay. $40 I, minute, I got, can I <laughs> say a story? i got to say a story.
2: Gene, thanks for the call. I've got to say a story. One dime in my store, I'm open about a year, a guy calls me up, do you buy pennies? I say, yes. I says they gotta be rolled in years. Click. Guy hangs up. What do you
1: mean rolled in years?
2: I like them if they've got pennies. I oh I want them to have my, them separated yeah, I remember that. by year. Yeah, by year because somebody in a thousand pennies. So, oh my god! Because okay, so I have to start me.
1: with, getting my eyes checked. I don't even think I could make that out. No, <laughs> no, that's no, insane.
2: That's a great story. The guy calls me back about a year later. Says, okay, you still buy pennies? I says, yes. They got, and I go to say, they got to be sorted. Yeah, I know they got to be sorted by year. The guy says, okay. I says, bring them on in. I'll give you like two cents each. Oh, no. He's got 350,000 of them.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's insane. So he just spent a year. He might <laughs> as well have just been smashing rocks <laughs> next to a creek yeah, with why, a hammer. Like, that's how silly it oh.
2: I just, I go on to the next call. I had to say oh. that because. Oh. It actually this actually happened
1: well he should have said I have more than just a few thousand you well know.
2: no he just clicked it was like he said it had to be rolled by year and I, I don't think I was being abrupt but what else do I have to say yeah you didn't and know you were
1: cl- giving him a year assignment guy probably went blind reading all those numbers <laughs> our next caller is going to be Bill in Oakville oh Bill also has coins Bill how are you
4: yeah. Good morning. How are you guys
1: today? Not bad. Not bad. What do you
2: got?
4: Sounds like we're into the coins here. I've got a. Uh, I've got five of them here. Really. Yep. Uh, uh, thirty-five dollar.
2: Uh, nice shapes. About anywhere between sixty and a hundred dollars. Thirty-five oh, is the first year of silver dollars, except for the one we talked about on our show, the nineteen eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that ad that we do. There's only oh. three of those 1911s. But a thirty-five. It's got the the old king on the back. The What's old king l- on. the and the
4: Voyager is on the back end. but Yeah,
2: what you're looking for, if you can turn it over, you're going to be able to see all the jewels in his crown, okay? And if it looks shiny. If it's dark, do not clean them.
4: It's, it's dark, but I can see all the jewels, and I can even see his whiskers. How's that?
2: Yeah, no, that's what you want to have. That's a good condition. A lot of people don't put the dollars into circulation. Um, bring them in. Uh, we can take a look now. There's two things. If you want to keep it, there's two things you can do with this. You have to put into a, a plastic that does not hurt the coin. The Great. old plastics from about 20 years ago, you'll see some of your coins will go a little bit green. I don't want – that hurts. That is – silver is a metal that oxidizes. Yeah, minor blacks. Just that's, okay, that's a good oxidation. Yep. If they go green, that is the plastic – some of the resin in the plastic affecting the coin. Okay? Uh, very good. Is it reversible? Yep. Can you undo that? No. That – that it starts pitting it. Now, the tarnish – some people like tarnish coins or they like them rainbowed or whatever it is yeah okay, but no, these are nice coins people are still collecting, but it's it's uh not it's worth definitely more than your silver. You go to one of these road shows, they'll try and tell you it's worth six dollars yep. they're not yep. they're worth uh I think we have one that's in v f shape and we're selling for thirty nine dollars in our store, but you know it's a little bit worn, mm-hmm. but if they're really nice shape, they're worth more. The nicer the condition, the more they're worth, okay. Sounds good. And VF condition oh, is somebody's, the professionals
1: looked at it very fine is what they yeah. determined. Okay, yeah.
2: When you're handling your coins as well, handle them by the edges. Not Don't put your fingerprints all over them because that oil will, re, will, that's oil from your hands. Ten years from now, you'll see that fingerprint on there. How's that?
4: Ah, uh, very good. How about a 49?
2: 49 is not good. It, yep. okay, here's what happens. Again, we've talked about coins. Is when we had the canoes, everyone loved the canoes. But when you change the, the picture, people collect because they think it's going to be something special. That was done for the Newfoundland, I think the Cabot or something, in 1949. Uh, yeah, they have a ship on it. In the back. Yeah. Same thing happened in 58. They have the totem pole. In 64, they got Charlottetown. Yeah. Yeah. What you want is a 48, a 45, a 47, or a 48. Those are the big years in coin in dollars, okay? A 48 wow. can be up to $15,000, $20,000.
4: Wow. I'll have to really go through my stuff now. Okay, how about a uh, Colombian uh, USA uh, half dollar, uh, 1893 Colombian world?
2: Yeah, that's another okay. one. They made a lot of them. It's that's worth right a little there. bit more than silver, but not much. Oh, okay. About 20% over the silver price. Silver price on that's worth around $7. Oh,
4: okay. How about a one penny, eighteen eighty nine Victorian? Uh,
2: eighteen eighty nine. Uh, one penny, six to eight dollars depending on condition. See, this is where you have to come into the store. Yep. Condition is the whole thing with this. It's like if I ask you how much for a Cadillac. Well, it's yeah, got no uh, engine, yeah, no tires, and it's been rusted out. We're talking thirty cents. You know, <laughs> if it's in perfect condition, nineteen fifty nine Caddy. Yep. You know, we're talking two hundred k. Okay.
4: You got you got that one right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's terrific, then. Thank you, guys, very, very much. I appreciate it. No thank problem. you, thank you, thank what? you.
1: Uh, and you're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio this beautiful, sunny Sunday afternoon. Our phone number, if you have a rare, interesting item or just something you're curious about that you own or maybe you know somebody who owns it and you you can facilitate a sale or help them along or whatever the case is, our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416 360 If you're out of town, it's one 866 740 Uh Paul and Bogart have a store. It's located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. That's 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill, just north of Major McKenzie. The store's phone number, if you want to get in touch with them after this show, is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. Our next caller is Harry in Fergus.
2: Harry, how are you? Not I, bad. Not I know bad. where Thank Fergus you. is. Yeah. Nice town, nice to, just outside Guelph. Okay, how, how can we help you? Okay, I have a three-pound.
5: It's a little Toledo scale. I'm not sure if it was a sampler initially, but it weighs up to three pounds. It uh, is uh, accurate. It has been, um, what do you call it, uh, um,
2: for weight. Yeah. How big is is it? When you say it'll only handle three pounds of the maximum? The maximum is three pounds. Okay.
1: Yeah, so either and grocery store well, or jewelry store. Need... Wh- which which do you get the sense? Was it in a grocery store or jewelry store? Where does that piece belong?
5: No. Uh, where I originally picked it up was where I worked. Uh, I picked it up uh, for $10 at uh, the old GSW uh, plant or the old BB plant in Fergus before oh, it closed. There you
2: go.
1: So industrial use.
2: Yeah, they had a big yes. ju- GSW was yes. in London, Ontario as well.
5: Yeah, GSW was uh, in London and they yeah. bought uh, the place in Ferguson in '65. Perfect. Or 63 There about thereabouts. Anyways, this has got only one, um, what do you call it, patent on the bottom. Now, it's an aluminum tray with the two screws, and underneath it, it has one patent, it was 1901.
2: Uh, and it's an aluminum tray? aluminum tray might it be a replacement not. on it then. Okay.
5: Uh, uh, gen- well, I'm not sure if it's, a, uh, I'm using as a, as an aluminum tray. I could be wrong.
2: Yeah, no, it normally should be steel. Uh, aluminum okay. would be a later thing. On this here, they it's more of a decorated ride, between $35 and $100. And yeah. if they've got cold paint on, like lots of colors and stuff, that'll be better yeah. as well? It has
5: the original to, uh, Toledo uh, decal on the front. How big is this?
2: You say three pounds. How big is it? Like how 18 inches high, 16, 12? It, yeah, it wouldn't be maybe 16 inches high. Yeah. Um, That's it, not a salesman sample then. It's
1: going to matter if it looks cool or not, right? Because no one's going yeah. to use that to weigh anything that's that fine of weight, up to three pounds. They're going to use a digital yep. scale well, these days.
2: They're but legalizing unless, marijuana scales. I was going
1: to, yeah, unless you have some <laughs> drug dealer who's really into authenticity and antiques. Yeah. Yeah, it's, just, it's a weird one because um, it's not a particularly valuable scale unless it looks fantastic.
5: I looked at the, on the Toledo, Toledo line, yeah. and I never seen anything uh, in their older scales.
1: Hmm.
2: I also have a Pitney and Bowles. Well, okay. Pound scale. Well, that'd be a postal meter one, right? That is affirmative. Yeah. Also on this here, now, your Toledo scale, two pounds. It's got all, it's like a gold and uh, a lot of. See, I got like, I, got, I wish I had a picture of them because they made so many. Toledo is famous for making them.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I was saying, like, if it was used in some place where it's a showpiece, like yeah. at a jewelry store or something yeah. like that, it's going to do much better because it's going to show well. People could put it on it, at their home on oh. a on a table or something like that. But because this one has industrial usage, oh, no, it might no. not be as sexy.
2: Hold on, I, I stand corrected. Okay, a three pound scale. What color is it? It is, I believe, black. Okay, in believe, you ought to know, it's your scale, but okay. Yeah, but I don't have it in front of me right now. I haven't seen it. It's in the, it's in the basement uh, of okay. the house. So it's got the, on one side, you've got the dish. It might be aluminum or steel. On the other side, yes. you've got all the letters, and you've got the little thing that goes across. Uh, some of these Toledo scales can go up to a couple thousand dollars, if it's working, okay? If you said three-pound scale, let's like see the this, color. This has been calibrated. Yeah, and it's not digital, right? No, it's analog. Okay. You know something? Send me a picture off to my site, because your powers of describing are not that good right now. So, until you go to the basement. Yeah,
1: like, describe the face of the meter. Does it sort of look like it's fanned out? It's a little bit broader at the top? Yes, much broader. With a glass casing on it. in shape?
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. okay.
1: Yeah, so some of them go for a lot.
2: Yeah. But some... uh, between, I'm, I'm going to give you a range here. This is something going to help you.
1: Don't even all. bother. It's not going to help anyone. Between what, gonna... ten and three thousand? Is that what we're going to say on no, this? No, I was
2: going to be saying two fifty and three thousand. Oh, yeah.
1: okay. So between two fifty and three thousand, yeah. depending on the condition, how well it shows, because there's a yeah. lot of little details on that.
2: And like I say, with the legalization. You never know who's going to be in the market for these things.
1: But they're going to want a digital scale. I know it's it's so sad that we're talking about this burgeoning market opening up the drug trade and weighing it. But I guess that's our future here in Canada. Sorry. Um, We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio at the beautiful Zoomerplex in downtown Toronto. We'll be right back.
6: Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD.
4: Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year.
1: Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio in studio with Paul Kenny and Bogart Kenny. You know them from Storage Wars, Canada, Northern Treasures, and of course, this show on Zuma Radio. Our phone number is 416 That's 416 We're learning more about Toledo Scales. Some yes. of them are beautiful. Some of them sell for a lot of money.
2: Yeah. Uh, they're hard to ship, though, I imagine.
1: Yeah, I would imagine that as well. Uh, so here's the deal. So we have questions. The last caller had an interesting scale. We need to know more details yeah. about it. So if you have an uh, internet connection at any time, if you have the item, you can just click a picture of it and send that photo to yeah. sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's the actual address where you send your email. So that when it says, what's the email address? It's literally sales at com. So if our last caller wanted to click a picture, you can probably get him an answer by the end of the afternoon for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. And on this one here, this is how dumb I am. Uh, for, for a second there, I was thinking the scale weighed three pounds. No, Not that I it was see. No, three... it's the limit of
1: its ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That but some sense. of them are beautiful. Like some of them are yeah. the nice forged metal look for the actual where you weigh things. So they vary quite a bit. Yeah. So we need to find out more about that one. Our next caller is going to be Judy. And Judy's in Mississauga. Judy, we left you on hold a long time. My apologies. But welcome to the show.
7: Oh, no, thanks for taking my call.
1: And what do you have?
7: Okay, I have a coin collection that belonged to my husband who passed away in 2000.
2: Sorry to hear that.
7: And um, there's about four boxes of coin, and it's pretty well cataloged, too, but I I don't know what to do with it.
2: Well, there's two things.
7: uh, This call came along at a timely time because I was thinking about doing something with it. It's about time.
2: Mm. Okay, well, there's two things you can do. You can sell it or keep it. (laughs) <laughs> That's a,
7: yes, but, I, but I'm willing to sell it. Um, but I need somebody to evaluate it for yeah. me because I haven't got a clue what's in those boxes. I just know it's very well cataloged.
2: If it's now, there's two types of coin collections. Generally, there's accumulations where someone just kept on putting their silver quarters into a jar, and there's other ones where they collected from uh, 1922 on, in, in say nickels, or they collected every they collected every year. If you've got some of the numismatic years and you have them by condition. Um, are they in um, hard plastic cases, or are they in, like, two-by-two two squares? Or Have you ever looked at it in a while? Have you? A
7: lot of them are in, in pages that have where you put the, the coins in in the little
2: insert. Yeah, well, okay, uh, this of- is a good thing.
1: This is good. Yeah, okay. she said it was very well cataloged. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, here's the instant up news. I mean, since the year 2000, when we're very sort of here, you lost your husband. I mean, a, a lot of the precious metals inside have done spectacularly oh, yeah. well. So you were smart to hang on to them. So, the question is do you want to hang on to them for another 20 years or yeah. move on from the collection now? Yeah.
7: Well, I'm 74, so that's going to happen.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair, <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um What we can do um, two things. If uh, 74, if I can come out and see you if you're Mississauga, or you can call me and come to the store. Um, if you've got, you say four boxes, four shoe boxes or four big tubs?
7: No, four, uh, four boxes, uh, not tubs.
2: Uh, grocery store type boxes. Holy oh, cow! Oh wow! Okay, yeah, you're gonna need that. Okay, um, now. it'll take a few minutes to do this. Um, what I'll do is I'll. Uh, we can tell you all the parameters. If you just hang on and give Sebastian your number, we can That's talk the after possible. the, and we'll talk after the show
1: and make this as painless as possible. Because I know some people they have very very extensive collections with whether it be coins or whatnot. But if unfortunately they they pass on and they leave it to their loved ones, that loved one might spend two years finding by. It, it will yeah. consume your life. So you yeah. can have somebody like Paul come over and he can tear through the whole thing in a few hours and give you to the penny what it's worth in that moment, then you can decide what you want to do yeah. with it. Yeah. That
7: would be exactly what I'd like. Now okay. a few people have told me because of all the silver coins he's got before nineteen sixty seven. Yep. I should sell them for the silver, I'd get more money. Okay,
2: hang on. Now this is why okay, this is what we do. We'll tell you the ones that are for the silver value. And yeah. we pay like you'll be getting between eighty-five and ninety percent of the silver value. The ones, the other ones, are numismatic. Say you've got a nineteen forty-eight silver dollar, like a nineteen forty. What
7: did you say last there? I'm sorry, I missed
2: it. Say you have a nineteen forty-eight silver dollar. Right now, nineteen forty-eight can be worth up to twenty thousand dollars. It can be worth three thousand, even if it's in bad shape. It's worth a thousand. Okay, mm-hmm. so but the silver in it is only eleven dollars. Okay, so that's not one of those cases. But you will have right. other ones. These people are giving this advice without seeing it. Yes, they're giving you good advice. It could be worth more, the silver. But sometimes it sounds like if you, this is a collection that was put together that might be worth a little bit more than numismatic. As a set, it, yeah. As a silver and, and for
1: those listening, they go, what are you talking about silver content? What is numismatic? Is that a hydraulic system? No. no. It's like when the government or a private mint, they stamp something. It's the value of the artwork. It's the value of the... The Nation at the Times, all these other things that are not to do with the actual metal content. So what we're saying here is that this collection might have more numismatic value altogether because it is going to be some sort of set collection. Good. Uh, and then if you just scrap the pieces that have the silver content, it might then turn the other coins to zero because they're probably right. might be better yeah. as a set. But you need an expert and somebody passionate yeah. like Paul to to determine that
2: for you. Was there he any bills?
7: Another comment. He's okay. got a lot of U.S. Uh, pristine bills.
2: Oh, He's perfect. Oh, that was Paul's next question. <laughs> I was just about to ask you if you have any bills. You must have been reading my mind.
7: Oh, good. <laughs> okay, so quite a lot of, uh, and they are pristine. They're in plastic.
2: Yeah, let me see them. We've got your number. We'll talk to you in the next no, couple of days. No, we're gonna, so, we're gonna put her on hold. To we're gonna, her I'm number. gonna put you on hold. Yeah, okay. I was, Judy, I,
1: I understand. In a perfect world, you guys can get to them at some get to Judy sometime yeah. in the next two weeks. Spend a few hours, get it done. Yeah. write it all down. Then she'll know rather than her, you know, spending a year talking to different dealers and understanding yeah. different values. That's probably the best way to do it. And then okay. you can just know. Okay. So, uh, Judy, hang on the line there. Sebastian Herney's our show producer. He's going to talk to you, gather your information. And, I mean, four boxes. That might be a full day of just going through the coins, yeah. right? Man, well, oh, man.
7: Once again, thank you for the call. And I feel a little bit relieved now because well, I'm getting too much bad advice.
2: Well, there's part of it. That we also, not only tell you what it's worth, we'll tell you how to get the most efficient way to get rid of it. Some might be auction. Some might be melt. Okay? That'd be great. Wonderful. Thank you. And
1: uh, Sebastian, will take that call. Our next caller is going to be Andy in Markham. This is like the official coin day now. We talk about this when we kick off the show. Whatever we seem to dwell on when we talk about... The intro of the show—that's what we get. Should I tell? I you talked that? about coins. You yep. talked about
2: coins. Every calls about coins. Okay, I'm going to say I sold a $500 cup and saucer yesterday. Of, I've seen hundreds of them now. Yeah, no, okay. No, but I actually sold one. It went for four, three hundred and ninety-six dollars. Okay. And we actually asked the customer if they wanted on on consignment, or if they how they want to. It, but it went for three hundred ninety-six dollars. I was even I was a little shocked.
1: And yeah, but the cup and saucer crowd—that's nothing. I'm telling you, these people. So, there's I no price too high. Or?
2: Yes. Well, I'm, I promise to give part, you, you're getting part of this, actually. I don't want a cup. Of, whoa. Like, <laughs> he wants yes. the liquidated oh, okay.
1: cup and saucer <laughs> <laughs> asset, not the cup and saucer. I was
2: getting the cup and saucer. Okay, let's get back to Andy.
1: Uh, Andy, our apologies for the delay. How are you?
8: Hi, guys. Um, got a couple items here. Two of them I've kind of inherited from my grandfather. I'll, I'll, I'll leave them for now, and I'll get to them. But the first one I wanted to mention was a... A 1900 Dominion of Canada paper 25-cent bill.
2: Okay, that's a, called a chin plaster, and they are anywhere between 6 and and $100, depending on who signed it. There's many different variations. Okay. It's about one-third of the size of a normal dollar bill, right? Yes. Yeah, and depends again, it goes back to condition. These,
8: I think the name on it is Bouville. Beauville, yeah. Beauville.
2: Now, what they would the reason they call these shin plasters because they would use them instead of uh, they had so little value, what they thought back then when they made these things. Now, if you have a 25 cent note from Newfoundland, they're worth hundreds of dollars because the banks actually took them back and destroyed them. They were one use. Wow. Okay, so, wait, so
1: what did they use them for? A shin plaster for a broken leg, or what was the? No, point?
2: no, no, that was it. So that, they used to say that during the war or stuff. They just used to put the shin. And what plaster.
8: was the value on the one that I mentioned to you?
2: Uh between I gotta see the condition. At least six dollars, and maybe up to 50 dollars. Okay? okay.
1: Yeah, they look much cooler than they are valuable. Yeah. Yeah, they always look cool, but they're yeah. not. They're not really that valuable. I mean, fifty dollars would be great. That's the high yeah. side. It's in perfect condition and more of a rare one. But six dollars isn't bad.
8: Yeah. Okay, and I've got some. Hockey cards here. I've got a, a set from uh, 77 78 Opeachy. Oh, okay. Um, but in that set, I've actually got a couple signed cards. One was a uh, first team All Star card by Ken Dryden, signed by him.
2: Huh. Okay. And
8: also an Yvonne Cornway card, signed
2: by him. Now, there's two Lops ends of the pole. Um, Yvonne Cornway, we had him at a show, nicest guy in the world, signed for everybody. Yeah. Unfortunately, his autograph's only worth, okay. I don't know, $10, 15 $20, okay? But a nice guy. Ken Dryden, on the other hand... Doesn't like to sign. Still a nice guy. Just doesn't like to sign that much. Yeah. Um, ben thinks he's a nice guy. You're, I just don't <laughs> want to, you know, bash the
1: poor guy. But not famous for his not, willingness to sign. No, yeah. he
2: thinks the price of ink, the, the price of ink is very expensive. I guess he does not sign a lot, so his cards, his signatures can go for. Seventy-five to two hundred to three hundred. I have a pair of goal, I have a goalie pads with signed by him. They're probably going to go for a couple thousand dollars. And it, and it
8: doesn't diminish the card at all that he's signed it. No,
2: no, no. And this it's not with Dryden. It does if you're going to try by condition. But if the seven, now this set is a seventy. What's it say on the back? Is it last? You said seventy-seven, seventy-eight.
8: Yeah, I'm thinking it's seventy seven, seventy eight because on the back they all say seventy six, seventy seven.
2: You're so. right. Now that you're okay, that's what I was just about to get to. It always has a lot the year before his record on the back and the cards you have. That set there there's not a lot of rookies in it, but with the Dryden in there, you could probably get two fifty. Just leave the Dryden in it to just sell it with the set.
8: Well I had I, the funny thing about that set, and maybe you can confirm this, I think that was the last year that Bobby Orr played, and that's the one year on the card or sorry. Um, that year he was playing for the Blackhawks. Yep. The year before he was playing for the Blackhawks. So he's he's got a Blackhawks jersey on. Uh, but That's I also such a, a shame.
2: That I, is a shame.
8: Yeah, I yeah. also have a picture signed by Bobby Orr, though. Now, uh, Bobby
2: Orr is another guy who lets his sister do the signing.
8: He signed, yeah. Yeah,
2: his worth about 75 to $150, Bobby Orr. Uh, he was at a, a function here, and he was charging $300 for a photo and signature session. Wow. Well, okay.
8: The two uh, coins that I wanted to get to... Yep. The, um, they actually come from the 1800s. One is a U.S. dollar coin from 1889. Uh, okay. It's got the eagle on the front.
2: Um, Underneath the eagle, there's going to be a little mark. It'll either say CC, O, or nothing. The CC one is worth a lot of money. That's Carson City. The O or the uh, the other ones are worth about 1889. It's in really nice shape, $60. Okay.
8: It's the O. Okay. It's not the CR it's
2: that's yeah oh c no cc is Carson City and there's stuff it's middle of nowhere. Um and that's um I think Carson City, Nevada. Okay?
8: Okay. And the other coin I have I'm still trying to figure out whether it's silver or gold. I'm I'm like leaning towards silver. Uh but it's I believe they're different colors, eh? Yeah well it's okay. not different colors. It is only one color but it's got that patina on it and I'm thinking I've tried to look it up before, and I do. Anyway, it's got the. Um, it's a, it looks like a sovereign to me. It's got the, uh, the Saint George on a horse slaying a
2: dragon. Okay, now and, it shouldn't be patina then, because yeah, gold be. does not tarnish. Yeah, as I was going to say, that's your
1: first hint. Gold it, won't do any of that.
2: If it weighs eight grams, it's worth approximately three hundred and seventy dollars. If it's a half sovereign, which looks exactly the same but it's half the size, it'll be worth about. Uh, $200, okay.
8: Okay, and here's, here's one thing about that. It's an 1889, 1891 coin. Yep. Um. And I, went, I was checking this out before. There was some issue about a rarity with this coin with the horse tail on it or something. There's. I don't know. If I'd have to, have to well, see it. Well, first
2: it. of all, they're made by different mints. They're the same coin, exactly the same, was made in South Africa, India, um, not in Canada yet, but we did make them later. Um, uh, Australia. So they made them a different... Anywhere in the British Empire, if they had gold and they had a mint, they made these coins.
8: Right, and it's got Queen Victoria on the back. Queen face.
2: Victoria on one side. On the, underneath the horse, you're going to see a little letter. Mm-hmm. You're going to need a, a loop to see this, so bring it into my store and we'll take a look from there. How's that? All righty. Thank Andy, you. thanks for your phone call. Bye. Uh,
1: Bob in Rockport, New York, is our next caller. I'm he'm getting out of the way. He's got another coin question. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> All other calls yeah. coming up. Our number, by the way, is four one six three six zero zero seven forty. Rob, Bob, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Not good. bad. What do you have? I have. Well, I have a bunch of silver dollars, but uh uh
7: the, the bunch of them are, are newer dates. I have two, and I'm wondering about. They're, one is from 1776, and the other one's from 1778.
2: Yeah, aren't they commemorative though? They're, they're not the size of no. your. Are they made out of silver? They the big size.
9: They're the regular silver dollars.
2: Who's on? Who, Who's pictures on them?
9: Uh, woman.
2: Oh, i uh, maybe it's, I'm even thinking it's 1776. Uh, They made a lot of stuff. 1976, 1776, 1976 for the bicentennial. They made a number of
1: 1917. No, no, no. We understand, but we're saying it's probably commemorative, right? Because you, you know, the United States of America didn't have silver dollars back in 1776. Yes.
2: I'd have to see pictures of these, and I don't mind doing. I, yeah, I don't. You don't have that's thing. I'm going to say to people, you can send me pictures. I don't have to buy the stuff, but I will help whoever I can on this. And you can send me off a picture to my site.
1: So the answer is we don't know for sure, but it seems like more likely it's going to be commemorative. Yeah. I mean, and we're talking about the states here, but the states has a rich history before George Washington. What, they have like 19 yeah. presidents before that. Yeah. But I don't know that their mint would have been the same. It would have been all private banks, right?
2: No, so yeah, but also that, no, they made, they used the Spanish money. They used uh, English money. Yeah,
1: all sorts of stuff, because it was all gold and silver. They the didn't difference. know they were yeah.
2: going to win the war in 1776. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were well, using I mean, it's English possible
1: money. it is a coin from that, but I'm saying that uh, the woman on the back, who, who could that be? We don't know. So no. we'll have to dig into that a little deeper. So if you want to snap a picture, uh, you can you can get yeah. an answer really quick. Send the email and the photo. This is the actual email address, sales at torontogoldsilver.com. So take oh. the picture and just put in the address line, uh, uh, sales at torontogoldsilver.com, and a few details on obviously who you are and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We're live, taking more of your phone calls when we return.
6: Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it.
2: Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com. And be a hero like me.
1: Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio. Okay. I didn't know it was coin day today. It is coin day (laughs) so far, but I feel like we're learning a lot.
2: Yeah, but this money, money's important in this world. But I can turn their other stuff into money. Not just that. Like, other people have other things in their house. The money's what everyone, like I said, people think about that because it's been handed down and special. Yeah, you know, but they've got other stuff that's more like I was talking about that box of baseball cards. So that could be in someone's basement. Yes, yes. That, even an unopened crate that it came in is worth ten thousand dollars. Yeah, man, just the box. Just the, the box, the unopened box with nothing in it, nothing, fresh air, that's sailboat, it. sailboat uh, fuel. That's all that's in this box. What would you buy it for?
1: But you don't even need to go crazy with that. It could be an unopened Nintendo gaming console box. Guess what yeah. those go for now? Atari in flawless condition? Uh, there was a long period where it was worth less than zero. The yeah. you know, cost of taking it to to the garbage bin. But now, you know, that old stuff, that's in many, many, many people's basements. And it's not, worth hundreds of dollars, thousands maybe.
2: There's Sun stuff. It was the comics, or the, you know, those old Transformer cars. Yeah. Some of those Transformers are five thousand dollars. Yeah, if they have them with the box. This is what we want to try and alert people to. Not just they they all know about the Daltons. They know about the money. They know you know the, the stuff. Yeah, and the
1: thing. but then there's also like the rubberized uh, wrestling guy toys and original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toys. Like all of this stuff is sort of coming into the collector's world now. So nothing's garbage anymore, I guess.
2: I just sold a pair of lamps. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Lamps? $520. And the reason I couldn't, I had to sell them because my daughter wouldn't allow them in the house.
1: Wow. So they must have been the rarest of the rare of collectibles, no, I guess. Just, no, just, who
2: would have these things?
1: Yeah, good question. Where do you put that on display? But, yeah. you, you know, some guys have a basement full of uh, Star Destroyers and Star Wars stuff. It's their whole basement, so.
2: I bombed for $5. In a second-hand shop. Good return. Good, good, good return.
1: return. <laughs> Our next caller is Murray. He's calling from Welland. How are you, Murray? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you very much for taking my call. Uh,
9: I've uh, only got one item, and it's not coins. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> You've
2: been well, listening, what, haven't what, what you? Okay. Is,
9: uh, we all know about those Wade figurines, yep. right? Yep. Okay. Now, I've got here a Wade made in England
2: pipe holder okay, Wade is very collectible. The reason, actually, we should go back about the figurines, because those figures, the nursery rhymes and the animals, were the nursery rhymes are only available in Canada, and there are Wade collectors all over the world, and that's why they actually went up so much in value. But Wade used to gingerbread make... Gingerbread Man. Uh, gingerbread Man used to sell for $45. Now it's about yeah. $10. But your, um, your pipe... Now, here's the problem with this, is that Wade makes stuff like... Uh, they're probably famous for making... Um, uh, like it'll be a Wiser's uh, water jug. They used to have liquor advertising on, like uh, okay. English. And they used to make a lot of business with that. The pipe thing, is just no one collects it. Is this a pipe holder? So you put your pipe on it's it? It's a pipe holder. Yeah.
9: And it has a small
2: corn cob pipe in it.
1: Okay. Oh, man. Well, you better, you got to make yeah. smoking a pipe hip again. You need it to become a craze, and then people nope. want the authentic thing. And
2: I ask, when was the last time even any of our listeners saw someone smoking a pipe. In a movie last year, I think. Okay, in a movie. I'm talking in real life. (laughs) Never, I don't think. I saw one. He had a top hat (laughs) on. It was pretty cool. Yeah, but I'm just saying no one's smoking anymore. And if they're not in, it's been a while since they've been smoking, so there's no new collectors coming onto the market who want pipe collectibles. And this is part of the problem. Just, but the, again, it doesn't mean it's garbage. Hang in there. A hundred years <laughs> from now, it might be a big thing again. Well, so, it, uh, it,
9: it, is, as I'm saying the pipe, uh, the small corn cob pipe, is only three inches long.
2: Yeah. Is there oh. any kind of advertising on the on the pipe, um, like yes, a tobacco company H&B. or anything?
9: H and B.
0: H and B.
2: No, I don't
9: know. That would be okay. Well, it says uh, the United States here. It says uh, Hannington, uh, Missouri.
2: Okay, now if it the advertising is probably is going to surpass the value of being a weighed piece because someone will want to collect it for someone from that area. Probably there's probably collectors in that area who will collect that main that advertising. Advertising is
9: huge. Well, that's just the only a little label
2: on the bottom of the pipe. That's on the pipe or the pipe holder. On the pipe itself. Ah, uh, no, okay, that won't be that. Was just who made it? On yeah. the I'm thinking about on trying to give you value for on your pipe holder. Yeah, uh, but still, a lot of people aren't going to see it. It's probably going to be worth thirty, forty dollars, just as an in- interesting item. Okay, you know, and so some... you're getting curiosity value. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
9: yeah. That's that's exactly what I'm thinking. And in fact, because we've seen the uh, little collectibles all the time, and mm. then this one stood out because it said Wade England on it.
2: Wade. And... And they made a lot of stuff. A great company. They made. Yeah. Uh, a uh, little, anything a little porcelain, but they did a lot with advertising. So that's why they made the stuff for Red Rose Tea. They made that's it for right. all the, uh, the liquor companies. They were hooked into those people. If you wanted to make an advertising piece, Wade was the company you went to. Okay? Okay. All right,
1: thanks thank for the much. call. Our next caller is Gwen in Mississauga. Gwen's on line four, waiting patiently. Gwen, how are you?
10: I'm fine, thank you.
1: And what do you have?
10: I have um, some watches, some men's watches. One of them is a FOB watch. Okay, And um, it is um, silver, I believe.
2: Pocket watch? Silver. Yep.
10: And um, I have some numbers. And also on inside it says examined by Dent, 61 Strana, and 4 Royal Exchange London.
2: Okay. Now, there's two things. Did we establish, is this a wrist watch or a pocket watch? pocket pocket watch. watch. It is a pocket watch. watch. Okay. Okay. Being silver, it'll save it from being crushed. About eighty percent of the of the gold pocket watches now get crushed because the gold value is eight nine hundred dollars, and people who are willing to buy the watches only pay two hundred. Being silver, you can probably if it's a key wind watch, it'll get two three four hundred dollars. But if it's one out about the turn of the century, you'll get about a hundred dollars for pocket watches. They're in silver. A hundred. Okay. Yeah, but being in silver, generally now I don't know who made it. But being in silver, it'll be a little bit better name than your Walthams or Elgins or stuff like that. Okay. It might be a Waltham or Elgin, but it might be a better manufacturer that put into silver, and made a custom piece. Okay.
10: okay. And the other two are um, Omega Omegas? watches.
2: Excellent watches. Um,
10: one is stainless steel, and the other one is gold plated.
2: Gold, okay. Yeah. Now, my watch guy is in Disneyland right now. He'll oh. be back on Tuesday, and boy, do I ever miss him. Oh, um, okay. He does all my jewelry, and he does my IT, and if you went into my store, it looks like a bomb hit it, oh, and okay. they weren't satisfied with the result. They set off another bomb, okay? Okay. He's not going to be happy when he gets back, but uh, if you come in later on in the week, the Omega watches, he is the best on watches. Okay. okay? I will, probably won't be
10: able to get there.
2: Um, uh, call us and maybe if we're out in the area, we'll take a look. Or you can send me pictures because Omega okay, makes things that. like Seamasters that are worth $2,500. Yeah, 3, Omega's 000. a
1: bankable name. Yeah.
2: yeah. Omega's like as one down it, from Not
1: Rolex. as good as a guess, but yeah, yeah. It's a very, very yeah. bankable name.
10: Okay, they're both Seamasters
2: and they're both calendar watches. Oh, there you go. Okay. Sorry. Okay, then. So Seamaster
1: C- and Calendar, yeah, those are good hang details. On to,
2: if you decide you want to do something, hang on to the line. Okay. Sebastian's going to take your name and okay. that number. I will call you afterwards, and we'll work it out, okay? All right, thank it's you. Worth, it's worth the trip to Mississauga.
1: And a couple of critical details there. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank um, you. Our next caller is going to be Betty in North York, who we believe has a figurine that we need to Uh-oh. find out its providence. What is the deal? Uh, oh, Betty, how yeah. are you? Oh,
11: great. This is a gorgeous date. Um, I have actually two questions. They're related. It's about beehive figurines, and this is a beehive.
2: Beehive um, is the mark on the bottom. It's just it what you the want mark to know. on the
11: bottom, but I've, I have some other beehives which have beehives, but they're a little bit different, and that's why number one question. Number two question, this, this particular item is a figurine. It actually has a man and a woman dancing. The ah. is six inches. The height is about
2: eight inches tall. Okay, here's the thing with beehive marks. yeah it was one of the most besides um, um, oh I just kicked it out of my head. It was a very cu- counterfeited mark okay a lot of people want to say they were made by beehives so it'll yeah. depend on exactly and there'll be a slight some as a slight variation on them. I have to actually see the mark and then we go and decide if the workmanship, is we're in the figurine, okay? Yes. I actually have to see these to, to ascertain a value because the value can be two hundred to $20,000.
1: you are saying this is a brand that is, yeah. this has is been
11: sh- subjugated to I fraud? Have a few, uh, I have some other beehive things, and I notice the marks are different.
2: Yeah, because it's counterfeited. Not counterfeit. another factory will make something very similar. You can look up the marks in what's called the Godden's Book of Marks, G-O-D-D-E-N, uh-huh. and it'll have all the marks, and you might even be able to get it online, and they'll talk about the different marks. And what will happen is when you see the marks and the color they're in and if it's under or over glaze makes a difference, and it'll tell you what year it's out of, okay, because they were in business for a long time. So what you have to do is give me a call later on, and But in between this time, you can go to online, go to the garden site, and it'll give you the looks of the marks, okay?
11: I, I, th- that's the same thing with RS Prussia,
2: isn't oh, it? Oh, RS Prussia, the same thing. Yeah. We've, I love the RS Prussia. We have a creamer put on with the windmill, uh, with the castle scene. RS Prussia is not as collectible as it used to be, but still worth a lot of money. They made gorgeous work. Yeah. Okay, but if you've you've got the beehive and the RS Prussia, I'd like to see some of the other stuff you have as well. How How's crazy that? is it
1: though with the beehive stuff? He said, "Oh, there's authenticity problems." Yeah, I know, ripped yeah, I know. off. It's... And she goes, "Oh, well, interesting. They got different emblems." You go, yeah. "Well, this is exactly what you're talking about." Yeah. So establishing it's, toler- its authenticity will be a yeah. the struggle there. Okay. Thank you so much for your call. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Joyce in Barry will be our final caller as Uh-oh. we're the clock has wound down. Joyce, how are you?
12: I'm good. How about you?
1: Not bad. What do you have?
12: Okay, I have a pumpkin head set. With a mug, bowl, and plate. Uh, I guess around 1954.
1: I don't know what this is. Help me I wrong. didn't I, think
12: you would. Before yeah. your time? No, it can't What's a
1: Pumpkinhead set?
12: Yeah. I know there, there was, was a, a horror movie um, called
2: Pumpkinhead in the 80s. Like
12: a teddy bear Yeah, with yeah, all they're, they're all they're
2: weird
7: bear.
12: hair at the top?
2: Yeah, yeah. I just haven't seen
12: Anyway. No? Nope, yeah. Nothing?
1: Uh,
2: it's, it's Paul knows. I don't know. I've seen them, but they're, they're reissuing them now as other stuff because I love the Pumpkinhead stuff.
12: Yes, he was yeah. very popular with my kids. That was the way
2: I got them to eat. Oh, yeah. They're getting the other stuff, the oh, old yeah. vintage stuff. Okay, I know what that is. Sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think that. Nothing. Now, what, have you got the three dolls?
12: I have the, the mug and the bowl and the plate. The Wait, stuff. what year did you get them? 1954, I would think.
2: What a huh. great year. Okay.
12: Because I got them for my kids when they were young. So
2: okay.
12: It would be 1954.
2: I'm trying to think what I can come up with, yeah.
12: There's sort of a pinky color with the little animal in the center of each.
1: Worth something. The question is we
2: don't know what. Okay. I'm glad you waited to the end of the show to stump me today. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, but if you call me tomorrow, you know something. For some reason, I'm remembering this, but I can't. uh, It's it's what they've done is they've um, killed this brand by uh, other people who come up with the newer stuff for it. You know, and I know it used to be very, very collectible. But you got me at the end of the show. I promise to have it tune in next week and I'm gonna have a pumpkin head. Oh a
1: cliffhanger, the pumpkin head results when we return. I'm writing it down as we talk. Okay, yeah, get a fair price and understand. I guess it, yeah. uh, is it pristine? We'll we'll get you yeah. some quotes both ways. So tune in next week to the next exciting episode of Consignment Heroes for the update on the pumpkin head plates and okay. maybe a yeah. mug.
2: Yes, we're all going to learn more about pumpkin heads next week. So not the coin edition next week. <laughs>
1: edition no, next no week. I can't. We. Well, can't a lot all- of people. You know. You know. Everyone has old coins. Lots of people have old coins. It's good to get a value on them. You yeah. can decide you want to keep them or do you? It's time to move on.
2: Any final thoughts? Yes. When you buy something new, one second after you get home, it's used. So why not buy used stuff? You can go and buy used stuff for a lot less money. Do the ultimate recycling. Go up to Southworks, and when you're thinking about buying a bowl set or something like that really nice, buy something with character.
1: And a special thanks to producer Sebastian Hearn.
0: This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads.